Exodus 30, verses 17 through 21, these are God's words. Then Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, You shall also make a laver of bronze, with its base also of bronze for washing. You shall put it between the tabernacle of meeting and the altar, and you shall put water in it. For Aaron and his sons shall wash their hands and their feet in water from it. When they go into the tabernacle of meeting, or when they come near to the altar to minister, to burn an offering made by fire to Yahweh, they shall wash with water, lest they die. So they shall wash their hands and their feet, lest they die. And it shall be a statute forever to them, to him and his descendants, throughout their generations. So for the reading of God's inspired and inerrant word. Uh, we have another piece of furniture here that is given outside the ordinary sequence. I say another because you remember at the beginning of this chapter, we had the altar of incense, uh, which was connected to the regular priestly uh, service. And uh, we discussed uh, some reasons why it may have appeared where it is. Um, in this case, uh, one probable reason for the bronze uh, basin on a pedestal, uh, it's just a bronze bowl on, on, a, on a stand. Uh, one of the reasons that it appears here is that it's actually not part of the priestly service. It's something that is uh, necessary to use so that they don't die when doing priestly service. So it's more of a prerequisite. Uh, something that they were supposed to do before they actually start their priestly service whenever they come to do it. And what it reminds us is that these are still sinful priests among the sinful people. Uh, even though they have gone through their ordination, even though they have all of these atoning sacrifices, they are still sinners. And whenever they come back to the tabernacle or back to altar outside the tabernacle before they do anything with the altar or before they go into the tabernacle they have to wash uh, they've got two problems uh, one problem is they've been sinning ever since they left and so they come back and they wash it's not so much that dirt uh, is a problem uh, it's that the dirt reminds them of the dirtiness the filthiness of sin, just as dirt should remind us of the dirtiness and the filthiness of sin. Uh, we should be with sin uh, like I was uh, a few weeks ago, uh, and I apologize for the grossness of the illustration, but it is not as gross as sin. I was about to use the facilities at the gym, and just before I started to use it, I noticed out of the corner of my eye and the entire bottom of the bowl was covered with what looked like diarrhea. I don't know how it could have gotten there without someone like spreading it. But it was horrible. And I immediately jumped up and ran away like I was running for my life. Our sin is filthy. We should see it like diarrhea. We should not want to touch it. We should not want to come near it. And we should know and see how necessary it is to have it removed from us and far from us 
in order to come to the worship of God. Now, obviously, water can't do that, which is why we must have Christ to do that, which is why we come through faith in Jesus, atoned for and declared clean in him, and in dependence upon his Holy Spirit, that we would do as little as possible, that our sin would be restrained as much as possible as we come to the worship of God. Israel, Israel's priest, Aaron and his sons, uh, were sinful priests among a sinful people. Uh, we inevitably accumulate much sin and much guilt which, uh, in between times of worship, which is one of the reasons why um, it's actually it's good to wash your hands, but that's not the point. It's one of the reasons why we come, uh, every time we come to worship God, we do what at the beginning? We ask for forgiveness. We thank him for his goodness. We confess what we have been like since the last time we were, worship, we were worshiping. We embrace him and we embrace Christ in the gospel and ask for the help of his Holy Spirit. This is what the Lord taught his people by the washing that he commanded. Uh, the priests, of course, or not the priests, the Pharisees, of course, had accumulated a tradition of lots of different washings. And they were very offended when the disciples didn't wash their hands before they ate. Now, if we're talking about viral pathology or whatever, that's or, you know, bacterial, microbial pathology, that's fine. You can be offended on that account. But they were offended on a religious account. And the Lord Jesus made the point that it's what's in the man that defiles him, not what's under his fingernails. That's what the Lord is teaching Israel here with this bronze basin on a pedestal, isn't it? You mustn't come to passages like this and say, see how important hand and foot washing is? Uh, we should become the hand and foot washing people of the world. Well, too late. The Muslims are the hand and foot washing people of the world. They have an entire weird washing ritual that they do multiple times a day. Because they don't understand that it's what's inside the man that makes him unclean. And that the only answer is Christ and his spirit. So sinful priests among the sinful people who are in danger of death. The washing of the hands and feet was uh, emphasized uh, twice. He talks about washing hands and feet. Twice it talks about washing with water. Uh, but also twice, first in verse 20 and then in verse 21, it talks about lest, it says, lest they die. Lest they die. The Lord is reminding us that we deserve death and hell. That it's actually a miracle every time we worship God and don't end up incinerated. This is one of the reasons why it's so self-unaware, so God-unaware to worship the Lord casually. Those who have grace, according to Hebrews chapter 12, worship the Lord with reverence and awe. Let us have grace so that we may worship him with reverence and awe, so that we may worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. For our God is a consuming fire. But the command and the reason for the command concerning the bronze labor reminds Israel of that very thing. Lest they die. Lest they die. So sinful priests among the sinful people who are in constant danger of death and hell and in constant enjoyment of a miracle that they don't die and they don't go to hell. 
we should constantly, we should enjoy it right now. Here we are, a sinful family, and we've done lots of sinning since the last time we worshipped as a family. And we are gathered to the Lord, and he's addressing us from his word, and he listens to us as we call upon his name, and he helps us sing his word and have it dwell richly in us and fills us with his spirit. And we have gathered unto God, and instead of dying and being consumed by his fire, we have been blessed, acknowledged as children, instructed as children, helped by his spirit, renewed in our uh, our laying hold of our union with the Lord Jesus Christ. And so this reminder that they are sinful priests among the sinful people who deserve, who are in constant danger uh, of death, lest you die, lest you die, and in constant enjoyment of a miracle in which God has made us safe in Jesus. It has its end, doesn't it? Its goal. And in this case, because it belongs to the priesthood of uh, of Aaron and not the priesthood of Christ as an expiration date. It shall be a statute forever to them. Okay, well, how long is forever? To him and his descendants throughout their generations. There's coming a change in priesthood. There is the priesthood according to the order of Melchizedek that ends the Levitical priesthood according to he- uh, according to the book of Hebrews. There's a priesthood of the Lord Jesus coming it doesn't need washings. The man from the tribe of Judah, even when he walked among sinners, he didn't get polluted by the sinners. Those who get joined to him by faith, they don't bring him down. He brings them up. We receive his being clean. He does not get contaminated by our sinfulness. He took our sin on himself once for all in the event of the cross. But he is righteous and clean, and he makes us righteous and clean in himself. When we come before God, we don't come covered with the moral and culpable guilt, diarrhea of our sin. We come perfectly clean in the holiness and righteousness of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our resurrected high priest has ascended into heaven itself. And we have been washed and consecrated in him by his spirit, not by water on earth. So yes, it's good to wash our hands often. But that is not what makes us clean for the worship of God. We are consecrated even so much as to enter the Holy of Holies. With our bodies washed with pure water and the washing of baptism. But the water is not what sprinkles the conscience, it's the Lord Jesus and his blood applied to us by his spirit whom he has poured out. Our consciences are sprinkled clean where water cannot touch. There's no amount of water pressure that you can turn a pressure washer up to for it to be able to reach your conscience. And yet the Lord has given us outward washing still, the one washing for all time to remind us that we are clean in him, to sprinkle our consciences clean every time we reflect upon the reality to which our baptism points. And so we're grateful for the bronze laver and the Lord giving it to Israel to point them to Christ. And the Lord's giving us this passage on it today to point us to Christ, to make us to know that we are sinful 
people, among the sinful people, that we are in constant danger of death and hell. But that every time we come to God and realize that we are not only safe in his presence, in the presence of his holiness, but welcome and blessed in his presence because we have Christ as our priest and we have come in him that we may enjoy the cleansing that we have in Jesus and the safety that we have in Jesus. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for pointing us to Christ, for cleansing us in him, for giving us baptism as an outward sign with the washing of water. And we pray, Lord, that you would grant unto us now to rejoice in your having cleansed us in him. Help us, Lord, to hate our sin, to see it for the filthiness, the offensiveness that it is, to see it for the guiltiness, the worthiness of death that it is, and in union with Christ, to put sin to death, to flee from it, and to quickly put it away and be cleansed, confessing it before you. We thank you that you are faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Finish that work we ask by the work of your Spirit, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.